And hello, everybody, to an awesome edition of Coffee and Cake. Today, I have the VVIP co-host, Alicia Ochoa. Hello, Alicia. Hey, everyone. How's it going today? We, we are doing great. And our, our, my, my wonderful guest today, back in action, is Matthew De La Rosa. <laughs> Yeah. Back at it again. <laughs> Back at it again. So, um, so Matthew De La Rosa, I have yes. you on today for special reasons because mm. you went on an awesome trip recently, and I want to know about it <sighs> around the world. And Alicia and I met at your coffee shop. That's became true. fast friends. We we met through Instagram initially. We, we did initially. But it was all over bonding at Ironsmith. It was. That's true. Because we're like, oh, I, I go there a lot. I go there a lot. I go there a lot. Let's be friends. We even tried to find each other at the Ironsmith grand opening party and we couldn't. And we couldn't. It was so There's full. So many so people. There were so many people at your opening though. <laughs> like that came out like nice. I know. I remember looking back at pictures recently and I was like, I have no idea who these people are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's so many people. Everybody there. you well, met. stuck with us. Yeah. So. That's oh. true. Everybody. No, there was, there's still a lot of people that I see that I didn't know would be regulars that come to the shop. Like, oh. I was looking back at old pictures. Like, oh, yeah. That's they come cool. like, every day. Every yeah. day. So, it's cool. That was okay. Cool. So, Alicia actually made a cake for today. So good. So, and we're, yeah. All of us already started eating. We're like, screw it. Um, so can you go at new can you tell us about the cake really quick before we start getting into everything else so I am gluten free so I made a vanilla gluten free cake with a homemade strawberry and lemon compote for the center it has whipped cream frosting with fresh uh, blueberries and raspberries to decorate it and then also a few flowers baby's breath baby's breath breath. (laughs) and roses (laughs) Because why the heck would you not want to get fancy with it? Why not? And you've been gluten free for about seven years now. Yeah, you aren't. You didn't jump on board like two years ago. You've been doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's a thing in my life. It's happening. That is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I feel like Matt is just all about the sound effects. He is, though. <laughs> the, even his last name, when you say it, it's not just a name. It's no, a sound it's effect. De La Rosa. De La Rosa. Yeah. De La Rosa. No, it's not. It's De La Rosa. Well, and he has the whisper of baby's breath. I know. <laughs> That's why Matt's so great to have on. You just, you just, you do you, boo. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't get into coffee, you could have gotten into like voiceovers in Hollywood. That's not a bad gig, actually. Right. Yeah, you would have liked it, too. I would have loved doing that. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> so we're going to talk about, we're talking about the new coffee you're roasting, Matt, today, which is why you're here, because that's an epic story adventure that I wanted to capture before and before you forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm talking about who you met up with SDAA. Yeah. And where that took you, uh-huh. because you just recently traveled the world. I did, literally. 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 The world. Figuratively. No, no. not. Fi- Which was awesome because I have, um, I fulfilled a lifelong dream <laughs> to do that. Oh. Because yeah, because I because I used to be the Marine, so I've been to Afghanistan, and um, I, while in the Marines, I've been to like Thailand. So there was this like airspace over India. Like Afghanistan, like all the way to Thailand where I hadn't really flown over. And I was like, man, how am I ever going to be able to fly through there? And now it has happened. I have fulfilled that dream to fly around the world. So That's so awesome. the end of this story is Thailand, but there's still... Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. The end of the story is Taiwan. It's Taipei, right? Taipei, correct. But that's the end. That that's like one of those where we're going to give you like a little Or is teaser. it the beginning? Ooh. It might. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Matt's story has just Matt begun. Just, Matt blew our brains. Matt blew our brains. Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Do, what do you, so want me to do start? you know about what happened, Alicia? Do you are you familiar at all? So I have a vague idea of right. what happened, but I'm really excited to hear the story, like from Matt, really for the first time. Okay. And so, what did you hear? I'm curious now, though. Um, I heard that Matt went and explored a couple different countries, and he met. Oh, uh, what was the guy's name, Amanda? Magnus from Supreme Coffee. Magnus. He met Magnus. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Such a sweet guy. Don't <laughs> tell me. Don't tell me about him yet. Uh, so I have not asked Matt any questions about this trip because I have an idea of what I feel that Magnus from Supreme Coffee in Norway looks like. And then Matt actually knows what he's like. So <laughs> I'm ready to hear that. She didn't want her dreams crushed just mm. yet. <laughs> or not fulfilled. Yet. Or fulfilled. Or fulfilled. Who knows? Um, I'm killing your cake. Gosh, sorry. As you should. Not girl. being graceful at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I've heard just bits and pieces here and there, but I'm actually super stoked to be sitting down with you two today so that way I can actually hear the story from Matt instead of just the rumor Instagram. mill around. Instagram probably doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like bits of information. Kind of. That's it, though. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Get into it? Yeah. Can we please? Yeah. So. In um, the beginning. In the beginning. It means that. I can just keep stuffing my mouth with cake. What that you talks. made. You Go did so it. well. So this, I mean, this is a long, uh, I wouldn't say a long time coming, but uh, the company that um, sent me around the world is a company called 90 Plus Coffee. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a American company and they own farms in Panama and Ethiopia and they grow geisha bridal. So... Um, the story, it's a classic story of, of who you know, and, you know, that's it. Uh-huh. You know? And you met these guys through Instagram. Um, no, not really. Uh, oh. A mutual friend of ours did some work with them, who works with them now, and he did a uh, kind of like a documentary-style video for 90 Plus Coffee. Mm-hmm. And so he's been close with them for some time, and he's a really close friend of mine as well. I look at this guy's... Kind of like a mentor of mine, you know. He's. Kind of I had to get you job. back. I had to get you back. I had to get you back. Keep going. So, he's uh, helped me. He's helped guide me through my time as a in the coffee industry thus far. Mm-hmm. And he's done some work with Ninety Plus Coffee, doing some video work with them, and a lot of you know to some degree consulting work with them as well, and just helping them guide them. He's a like one of these guys who's just like all knowledgeable. So that's how the connection happened. And so he's introduced me to these guys in the past. Um, like virtually I never really got to meet any of them but we've known about each other for some time so then that was it until um, I went to SEAA Atlanta this past uh, April uh-huh so right so special that's the big specialty coffee association of America has its yearly conference yep where everybody who wants to geek out on coffee talk about the trends of coffee you know it's it's a big it's a big yeah, it's convention a big, it's a big trade show it's an expo um, most industries have those, and it was and it was in Atlanta in it was April. In Atlanta. Yeah, in, in April. <laughs> but it ended up not being like crazy hot and and muggy oh, like beautiful. everyone thought it. Was, it was beautiful. Atlanta was so awesome. I, I heard. Cool. I heard the parties were sweet. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah every, there was like latte art throwdowns. You know, it's it's interesting coming from here and then going somewhere like there because you're like, okay, what what kind of beers are we drinking? And uh-huh. it's like PPR. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> Pass. No, yeah, that's right. No, that was no, we're being snobby, San Diego. That was snobby. Well, we are snobby. Well, it was. Yeah. You know, every every company like every. It's like a four day event, right? And then, um, Spruce had like their after party. Intelli had an after party. Like everyone's doing some sort of party after, and that doesn't necessarily mean just like going wild. It's like latte throwdowns and you know AeroPress competitions. Oh, okay. So there's like there's a lot of things happening after each day. It's getting warm in here. Do you want me to? Get some air in here. Yeah, go ahead. You do. I'm chilling, but you're probably running hot because you were just roasting also. I was, yeah. Yeah. Still, there we go. We're good. <laughs> Wait, fan it. Fan it. Who cares? Um, All right. So uh, that's where I met the the principal owners of 90 Plus Coffee in Atlanta. I finally got to meet them. They just so happened to be there. And I had no intention of actually like like meeting them there. I didn't even think about it. My whole intention was to, to go to SCAA and just see if there was... Anything I could learn, watch the barista competitions, and just like immerse myself um, in the industry that way. Right. You're just yeah. I was just being there, a spectator. That's all I wanted to do, and I was hoping that there would be some sort of return mm. on the investment because like it was just you know I I'm like a year in, a year and a half into my business, so paying for my own flight, paying for my own accommodations was like a big step for me to be gone that long mm-hmm. away from the shop. So. You said that when you went there, you wanted to see what you could learn. Do you have any specific any specific thing that you did learn that you remember super, super clearly? Like, what was the biggest lesson? Um, you know, oh. 
in those cases uh, that's a good question though yeah something rad out of yeah because what happens most of the time is like all these new vendors are showcasing their new equipment or new uh new inventions or showcase and that's what i wanted to go and see if there was anything new that you that could would, bring to the shop yeah just anything yeah. new like that's mm-hmm. really it i heard i heard um i heard cold brew was real hot at the event yeah there was a see what i did there <laughs> no <laughs> but hot. i heard i heard that cold brew was like the hot topic was well there was a uh they they tried something new that this year is they uh, finally allowed uh, alcohol on the f- show floor which was good. <laughs> yeah. yes. like now i can go because well they had uh, <laughs> they had a little area where they were they had um brewers um beer brewers and you know coffee companies joining together and good. so the area was called uppers and downers which was real cool it was a rad oh, idea I love, so it was just I like that. infused that. that's a, like that's beer infused zone. with coffee you know <laughs> so it was cool it, it was a so that that i guess maybe that was what people were talking about oh yeah, no just just brew, the yeah. information on cold brew yeah. and the upcoming trend of cold brew like to on a new level uh, like cold yeah. brew is now going to be like the big focus for the coming year is um is coffee beers and cold brew yeah. that's what i that's just what i heard i don't because yeah, i you're right. I mean looking back thinking about it now there was a lot of there was iced coffee so everywhere. you met so you met with 90 plus yeah so um sorry to be like pulling you back but no, like no, no, this i know this story is epic <laughs> you're like i need to hear the adventure so, yeah so i meet i finally get to meet them which was awesome really awesome amazing people amazing people who really care what they do and it was nice to just like get a face to face finally, and, and you know we've known each other f- about each other for some time, but it was nice to finally like hey let's like, shake their hands and, mm-hmm. and talk and make uh, you know exchange information. And that was it. That was all like, and then we sat together and watched the competitions because so many of um, a lot. Well, I don't like a few of the baristas that were competing were using their coffee in competitions, so like we watched them compete, and it was just really awesome to be around people of that caliber um, in the coffee Abs- industry. Absolutely. Right. So. So that was it. That was end of story. Uh huh. Well, I, th- so I thought that was it. So end we of like, that story. End of yeah. that story. Yeah. And then, um, so that was like a Saturday. And then Monday rolls around. And Monday, I was in a La Marzocco partner summit meeting, which was, which is why I stayed so long in Atlanta. I would have gone home like on Saturday after some of the competitions were done. But I stayed till Monday because I got invited to this partner summit meeting. So it's, it's essentially all the new things that are happening with La Marzocco, right? So, um, everyone's there. I mean, I mean, Scott Rayo's there. Um, Charles and Kyle are there. Like everyone. So, so who who Matt is listing are like just big big players in the game, right? Of, yeah. Of of coffee in general, not necessarily La Marzocca. Totally. Yeah. Though, okay. Pretty much. I mean, most who is like very famously known for their espresso machines. Mm-hmm. So they're like one of the oldest, right? Yeah. Aren't probably, they like yeah. one of the oldest espresso machine manufacturers? Like they, yeah, they've got. Tried and true. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's who they are. Yeah. Matt, did you have these uh, connections already or were you invited uh, to the La Marzocco mm-hmm. Summit and then kind of shocked by that? Like, did you kind of expect an invitation? What? No, I mean, I got invited be, uh, by this, by the North American, um, like, director of La Marzocco mm-hmm. because, the machine I'm using right now, I used to have a Slayer, but I'm using a loaner from La Marzocco. They kindly let me borrow. Thanks. Again, this is a good opportunity to say thanks to La Marzocco. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, like yeah. totally cool. let me borrow one of their linear PBs, like no charge. Just like here. Cause w- my express machine I was using had uh, some difficulties. So I had to take it down and I was kind of in a tight pinch and through some connections that I had, I got connected with the the head director of Lomar Zucker North America, and he just so happened to be in Pasadena, yeah. which is oh, close yeah. enough for me to go get. Yeah, you and got these nice little lucky bits, you know. I know, yeah, and he's I like, do. just borrow it until. And I plan, you know, I'm working on getting my own um, Lomar Zucker three group espresso machine right now, and why which is want, in the works. Why well, do you want that one? This is so tight. I know yeah. it is, but yeah. not that, everybody knows why. That little breathy whisper again. That's, so tight. That's when you know it's, so it's legit. Oh. So, so we like everything like that. Charcuterie. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Anyways, if you don't so, get that joke, <laughs> don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> okay. Anyways. All right. So I'm at this partner summit meeting, and I remember this vividly because I'm, I'm what I'm. Watching and listening to Charles and Kyle from GMB Coffee and Go Get Them, they're presenting their story and talking about 
their customer flow and talking about like who they are and what they do and why they choose La Marzocco. And in the middle of their presentation, I get a text from the founder of 90 plus coffee and he's like, Hey, can you give me a call back? And I remember, I remember seeing that and I'm like, Whoa, like how do you even get my number? So that means he, I'm like, okay. You're like, how'd you get my number? Right. And Oh my God. So, yeah. um, you're looking for you. Yeah. So I, I end up texting him back. Like, f- give me five minutes. I'm, I'm going to walk. Cause it's like, it's not just like a small meeting. There's like a hundred people here and I'd have to right. like, Oh, you're in a conference awkward- room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to awkwardly walk down. Oh, no. <laughs> you told me you had to leave you had to walk out of it i didn't yeah. realize it was like a like a conference room so yeah like, it's like you weren't in the back were you no i was like way in the front <laughs> and i'm like are. i do not want to get up and be that guy who's walking out you're in the like middle. that a plus student who wants uh, to be sitting front and center totally mm-hmm. totally and then you get like, called to the office yeah and then you got the call to the office. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, the purple so, counselor slip. What'd you do? So I did. So I texted him back, and I was like, "Okay, I'll uh, I'll call you back in five minutes." Because I'm assuming they'll be done in five. And like in a, a minute later, I'm getting a phone call from him now, and I'm like, oh, "Crap, this is important." So then I get up and leave, and like just kind of rush out there. And I you know, I rush down the aisle with like my f- my phone in my ear, so they know that it's like important that I'm just like walking out to use a restroom or something. Right. <laughs> so I'm so like, yeah, it's you played guys. it up. You played yeah, it up. Played it yeah. up a little bit. Um, so I get outside, and he's I pick up the phone, and he tells me, he's like, hey, you know, it was nice to meet you. Uh, are you available to travel for us um, sometime soon? And I'm, I'm like, yeah, like of, of course. Where do you need I me to go? Am. And he's like, well we need coffee to be roasted and taken to Norway. I was like, great. And he's like, well, I'll need you to go to Panama first to go get the coffee and then go to Norway. Like really last minute. I didn't minute. know you went to Panama. No, I didn't hear. Oh, okay. I'll get, okay. I'll okay. Get there. Okay. Okay. So, oh my God. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> you're jumping the gun. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and so, yeah, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, anything I, I want to work with these guys. I want to do anything to help them out. And so, I, I couldn't agree right away because I wasn't sure if my passport was valid. So I hadn't used it in about a year. Oh. Like I had no plans on traveling internationally my first year or two running my own business. So right. I like I don't even know where my passport's at at this point. And so I didn't want to say no to him because, you know, guys. Because that's know, not certain, something you say no right, to. Right. Yeah. There's certain people that, that just look for results. They don't want to hear any excuses, you know. So right. I'm like, yes, I could do this, but let me double check my passport's ready. And so I'm in Atlanta feeling so helpless because I don't have my passport. So I'm calling back back home to see if like anybody could find it for me mm-hmm. well long story short it ended up being um it had expired like a month before <gasps> oh yeah. no so i'm in atlanta it's expired i'm like i don't want to lose out on this opportunity so uh i make a few calls and my friend who's the mutual friend of ours that is working with 90 plus I, I let him know i'm like hey uh my passport is expired but i really would love to work with these guys still and being the person that he is, he's like, I got you. So he like made calls and he uh, booked me an appointment with the passport office downtown. Mm-hmm. And so this is Monday. So he's like, hey, uh, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., you have an appointment with the passport office. You need this, 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 and that, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Downtown in San Diego yeah. or in Atlanta? No, in San Diego. So I had to get back to San Diego okay. the next day. Okay. And then, because you can expedite the service. You can get like your passport in like 24 hours and get it all squared away. So that was like my only chance. So I was like, okay, cool. And so we, we sort of work out the logistics and um, like, cool. Like I just come back Tuesday, get my passport and I'll have it by Wednesday, which means I can leave by Thursday. And so I oh. do all, yeah. So that's, I'm like, I mean, that's like, that's just crazy. Yeah. That's so I'm madness. all, I'm like stoked. Yeah, I'm like, hot. yeah, it's I got warm. you. So now I'm stoked. And then, so I get to the airport in Atlanta. So this is the part where it gets a li- like, nothing awesome happens without its challenges. <laughs> so I get to the airport in Atlanta and I think I show up like two hours early. Like I'm, plenty of time yeah. i don't have a check you're, you're being responsible i'm being it's like responsible you're yeah. like following <laughs> you're but being responsible because you don't want to mess up this huge no. opportunity yeah. you need no. to be in san diego at 10 a.m the next, the day, next yeah. day so i get to the airport and i guess everybody else decides to show up at the same time because like tsa took like two hours it took two hours to get through it was oh, so no. long and i ended up missing my flight yeah like so oh, many people ended up missing their flights. Two hours and you missed your. F- there was like twenty. There was like twenty or thirty of us that missed our flights getting out of Atlanta, and this was like six p.m. Monday, and so doors. Like when I say missed my flight, like that plane was detached. Like it was gone from the the terminal. It wasn't even connected. Yeah, anymore. like you could have run on the runway and still missed it. Yeah, like it was gone, and so 
um there was like there was like 20 to 30 of us who missed our flight so everyone's trying to figure out how we get on the next flight and everything else is like book everyone's on standby and i'm like 20th in standby i'm like there's no way i'm even leaving and so that's when i made the decision i'm just gonna because there was only like two more flights leaving that day out for american express i was or american airlines and i was like there's no way i'm gonna get out of here staying with american airlines so i just left the terminal and i'm like i gotta get back home so i was checking with every other airline seeing what other flights are going back to the west coast and literally everybody was just booked everybody was just (laughs) everyone "Mm, wants mm, those flights yeah everyone was out and so that's crazy really quickly i realized this is like getting intense for me right now what's that (laughs) i said this is getting intense oh it was intense yeah and the whole time i'm like i gotta make my 10 10 a.m appointment on tuesday and it's like seven now and i'm checking with every airline they're like you're not gonna get out here tonight and i'm like oh you gotta be kidding me and so the i had just made decision and bought the next flight out of there the next morning so unfortunately i was going to make my 10 a.m appointment in san diego so as soon as i buy this this ticket which wasn't that bad actually it was like a couple hundred dollars like last minute this is making me very anxious yeah, like, I no, know. no 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 like you get like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so i call my friend again and i i ask him i was like hey i'm not gonna make my 10 a.m meeting again being the awesome person he is he's like okay i got you oh, he's like wow. call me back or he's like i'll call this you guy back loves you and he Who is uh, this? rebooks <laughs> he he rebooks my appointment for noon He's like, if you can get here to your point by noon, you'll be good. And you can get your passport in 24 hours. So, and so that's what that, so end of story. I'm not going to stress anymore. I'm like, well, I'm just not going to do. I'm just going to uh-huh. wait here. I'm going to sleep at the airport, like there of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up sleeping for like 30 minutes and then 5 a.m. rolls around the next day. Get on my flight, get out of there, landed San Diego around like 930, get my ass to the post Ionics, get passport pictures taken care of, fill out all the applications, hurry my ass to the passport office, oh get there by noon, do all the paperwork and score. I'm done with the passport. I'll get everything the next day. <laughs> and Shit. then then I head back to the shop because I know I'm going to be gone for at least another week. So uh-huh. I'm like roasting more coffee right. for the shop. And so I'm just like cranking away, ro- roasting hundreds more pounds. And then like Wednesday rolls around, I'm just trying to get packed now because I'm going to leave the next day. So Panama ended up not happening because I couldn't get my passport in time. So what did end up happening is uh, someone met me at LAX with the coffee from Panama. Like, or, yeah. Like, what? Like, like, sorry. I just, it's just the... <laughs> Keep yeah, going. no. Was, I'm like yeah. struggling to believe so much of this story right now. Like, <laughs> like it's you, like it's you. So life. I believe you, but now I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, password problems. Like, yeah. then you refigured. Then some. I'm picturing like some guy meeting you with like a briefcase that you've never met before at the airport well, like, with it, like, you know what I mean? Actually, it was uh, so there's someone from the farm. I think he was actually the farmer from Panama. He works with 90 plus. It, he works on the farm 90 plus farms and met uh, my friend's wife who actually used to work with me. Her name is Erin. Um, Kennedy, she like used to be at a barista that works in my shop. She met the farmer in LAX. She brought there's like there's so many people involved oh in this my. one. She came down and then we did a handoff. I believe is it, it was is like, this coffee or is this really cocaine? You know, it's Matthew funny because as, like, as soon as I got the coffee, because it was all heat sealed, I remember thinking like this better be coffee. Yeah, <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so honest. Thank you because at this point I'm like, yeah, sure, it's coffee. Right, I gotta right. be honest. Like I'm yeah. not really believing you that it's coffee. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> no, and then so there's so many people involved in this, and like everyone just wants to help. It's all, it was you it know, was, but that just shows the power of community and the power of yeah. the community that oh, you cultivated yeah. around you because. Yeah so many people want you to succeed like you're getting random text messages in the middle of huge conference meetings and then the next thing you know you're having a coffee drop off you know teamwork teamwork total teamwork this is like all total teamwork at this point the whole trip was i love how this is still the beginning this is still the beginning (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. you're still in the united states States. (laughs) and so I uh, so I get the coffee and this is like Thursday morning and like I like rent a car because I don't even have a car I have a motorcycle and this is like fifty kilos of coffee you have to carry uh-huh. and so of course, I rent a car yeah. kilos, kilos isn't it isn't yeah. it we don't say it in pounds we're talking kilos yeah and so I take we're the totally coffee. talking about coffee yeah <laughs> get to uh, get to LAX in time I'm like on track here and I go to check in and I have too much coffee. They're like, you're overweight here. You need to, uh, you, you can't bring in that this much coffee. You can only bring on like 30, you can only check in 32 kilos. And you're like, stop lying to my face. Yeah. And like, I have, it was like, it was like 42, 45 kilos. And she's like, well, you have more. I was like, isn't there like an over, over, uh, overweight fee I could pay? He's like, yeah, but 32 is that. And I was like, what do I do? And she's like, well, you can't bring 45 on. And I was like, it's going on. Like, I'm not going without this coffee. I'm not going to leave it here. 
And so I ended up taking uh, one of the bags out and just putting it in my backpack, which is, there's there's a awesome story to which coffee I actually chose okay. to put in my backpack. So I just chose the first one I saw, took it out, put it on my backpack, reweighed it. And they're like, oh, cool, 32 kilos, pay the overweight fee, gets on the plane. I'm carrying now 10 kilos in my backpack of one of the geisha varietals. And so I get, I'm having trouble all like going through security. They're like, what's in that? But you know, everywhere I go, like going through the, the x-ray, they're just like, what's in there? I'm like, it's coffee. So I'm playing that number every time I go through. So, um, I, the day before this, actually, I told my mom that I was going to Norway. Mama de yeah. la Rosa. <laughs> so I tell my mom and. I love your moms. Yeah. <laughs> she loves everyone too. She brings empanadas every day. I know. Every time. You know, so yeah, yeah, I love your mom. You've met her, right, Alicia? I, I've seen her, but I don't think I've ever actually met her. Oh, yeah. I think I was too plugged into my computer at the shop one day and I was just like in the zone. <laughs> oh, next yeah. Time. And next then time. I heard commotion. Next time. Next, next time. time. Yeah, yeah. Mama Dale. So I, yes. I tell she's her I'm going to Norway and she's like, then she begins to tell me that I have an aunt that lives there. And I'm like, what? Like yeah, this is the epic part. You guys can't see my face, but I'm like, yes. <laughs> now we're getting into the really. I've always wanted to go to Oslo. I've always wanted to go there and check out yeah, a few coffee shops. Yeah, you were the one yeah. who enlightened me to like the Norwegian third wave coffee scene. That totally, was you. Yeah. I never really realized yeah, that they're like the front runners of all of this. Did you know that? Alicia? No, I didn't know that either. That's yeah, it's Norway. Norway. Well, with men like Magnus, how could they not be? How could they? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, we haven't even gotten to Magnus yet. <laughs> so I tell my I tell my mom, and then she tells me I have an aunt that lives there, and I was like, "That's rad." It's like a second. It's like a long distance relative. Pumpkin vine. That's yeah, pumpkin exactly. Vine pumpkin vine cousin. That's like the term. So, um, she connects me with him or with her, and then I soon find out that I, that she has a son who's like a cousin as well, or like more like a nephew to mine. And You're like, yeah, sure, family member. Sure, awesome. yeah, Great. totally cool. And Lo and behold, he's also in the coffee industry. He's like a barista. He works at a coffee shop. He manages actually a coffee shop and he's a competing barista. In okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. So he's pretty legit. He's legit. Yeah. And that just like blowing my mind. I was like, oh, this is too good to be true. It gets better. Though. Yeah. So um, I start I start looking him up just to see if I, because I want to make connections and like meet, with, meet up with them and all that. So I start looking him up and I find him on Instagram and his, he looks like a combination of me and Raul. Like, oh, my Matt's gosh. business partner. Are you ready? All right, everybody, we will post this picture up. But it's, it's Coffee Mons, M-O-N-S, is his Instagram handle. Yeah. I'm about to show Alicia the picture of him. His name right, is Alexander. Alicia. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, what? What? <laughs> what? He even has, like, plugs. Like, like, he has, like, plugs and everything. He is literally the visual hybrid of Matt and Raul. And this is Matt's cousin. He is like freaking Norway. Yeah, he's he's half Filipino, half Norwegian. (laughs) But he has like it's the plugs. I would really just like to know he has great brows. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Look at him. Oh my gosh. All you ladies listening, and maybe some of you men too, you should take note. Yeah. Uh, He he he. Yeah. Does him well. Isn't that crazy? He's a young cat. He's like twenty two. He's awesome. He's great. Can you believe that? Like, that was like. That's. That's see, I just keep pulling weird. up his pictures yeah. Yeah, that's of his not face because like, oh he's gosh. got a lot of he's got a lot of impressive latte art, you know, on here. He does, but like, he seriously is like you and Raúl. Like Maybe he you seriously and Raul are secretly related. <laughs> Maybe you're a pumpkin vine cousin. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh my! I can't even like like when Matt told me like I couldn't even believe. I it. know it was so too good to be. I true. followed him right away, even though he doesn't follow me. I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> Alexander. Um, <laughs> so that that was that was the crazy thing. Hold on, give me a second here. Yeah. No. So um, so and then you went on to go ahead and watch him compete in something while he was out there too, which was it was the crazy. Of competition too. Like, because right now most countries are if they haven't finished it, um, are doing the national, co- like just like I was at Atlanta, they're doing the national competitions to see who's the number one barista, number one brewer roaster like all that so that's happening like around the world right now and yeah it's all leading up to ireland so you got to world you got to like go ahead and go watch him and so how i found about so matt had just met him when like matt and i finally started talking because you were clearly on jet lag and couldn't sleep and we're texting like like messaging people through instagram to like have people to talk to so he was on jet lag he's like do you want to see something crazy <laughs> Yeah, he's like I'm in said, Norway. You and, said it was like um, our time, regular times, and you're like, oh, a message from Matt. Hmm, how strange! And no, yeah, and you're it was like, just this like is four. great. 
uh, the next thing I know, yeah, I'm not even in America, and I have I found this relative, <laughs> and I so have strange. a Raul relative. <laughs> I have a Raul relative. Um, yeah. So so then I get to so I get to Norway, and then like my aunt picks me up. Like it's it works out so fine because like now my aunt's like taking care of me and she's like cooking me dinners. <laughs> like and yeah. so was it like was it like meal. Norwegian traditional food that she made no, you? She, I think she made me spaghetti. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. No, you know what was interesting when I first got there, like straight from the airport, she asked me if I was hungry. I'm like, sure. She's and I was like, where, where, where are we going? Like, what's a popular place to eat? She's like, oh, look, everyone likes Fridays here, like TGI Fridays. There were so many of those. Isn't that the weirdest? There's so many. Okay, because okay. did you go there? Yeah, that's where we ended up eating. Was it the same? Yeah, it was all the same. Like, so, yeah. so it's so funny, like what kinds of places take off in in like different countries? Because, yeah. like, like on a tangent, real quick, I was living in Hawaii for a while, and they they still advertise Olive Garden, even though there's no Olive Garden there. And so everybody in Hawaii who's never been to the mainland is like, oh my gosh, I need to go eat at Olive Garden. And little do they realize it's like a really salty you know watered down chain italian restaurant it's not this glamorous right. delicious you know mamma mia like you know yeah. it's really not and so but yet all of them that's what they want is they ask you oh what's it like at eating at olive garden oh my gosh when i go to the u.s the first thing i'm gonna do is is eat at olive garden you're like well the best part is the little mints they give you at the end of your meal <laughs> yeah that's the little chocolate mint because <laughs> yeah everything else is and then also um in um in Trinidad and Tobago um, KFC is huge but they don't have all the artificial weird chicken they have like real chicken and like they yeah. have like the original recipe so it's actually like super good like KFC fried chicken and and that's like a thing to do like if you're in Trinidad like everybody's like oh yeah KFC wow <laughs> well we're here we're like ugh KFC my little five buck box you know like they can't even decide who they want to be Colonel Sanders. Have you noticed they've changed the Colonel Sanders actor like four times in the KFC commercials? Yeah. Like, that's just like, sort your life. Did you know that Colonel Sanders like disowned KFC really? like, a couple years before he died because he feels like they they like bastardized his vision so much so to be mainstream that he yeah. like disowned it? That's so sad. Oh, crazy. But let's get back to spaghetti in Norway. Yes. Spaghetti yeah. in Norway, yeah. So tangents are fun though, but yes. Oh yeah, so we ate at Friday's, which yes. was it was it was fine. It was cool just to meet my aunt and <laughs> my nephew, cousin. <laughs> yeah. And um which was Did cool. you get in on a Friday? Huh? Did you fly in on a Friday? I did. And you went to, t- boom. I didn't even think about TGIF. that. TGIF. Friday yeah. Friday. You, like, yeah, you, re- you TGIF'd yeah, properly. There you go. That was it. Now it's all justified. Yeah, it makes sense. Good now. job, totally, AT. Totally Good job. Totally. You know, that's why there was the, like, all of those delays. They wanted to make sure, the universe wanted to make sure Friday. that you were getting there on Friday. It's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. That is really ironic how that all happened. <laughs> This is um, how I think. Which you know, it, it's it was fairly cold there. It wasn't it wasn't freezing, but it was it was cold. And they there was a lot of outdoor seating or outside seating, and every chair outside had like this really plush Friday's blanket. Like they gave everyone a oh, blanket. Oh yeah, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Like every restaurant had their own blanket for people to sit outside. It was oh, awesome. that's a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. That Smart should of them. Be a yeah. thing everywhere. I yeah. Think. So that was like the oh, day yeah. I landed, and um. So this, so this is where the story still develops. So I was supposed to bring the coffee that, um, to, that I had brought to Supreme Roastworks, which is the coffee shop that Magnus and... Uh, um, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's so cool. Magnus Oddsteiner. Oddsteiner is the current <laughs> World Brewers champion. Odd Steiner, we call him Odd. Odd S. Odd. I have a, I have a vision of these men. So, uh, but unfortunately, they couldn't uh, accommodate me that set the day that like we were planning to roast it, and so that pushed the entire itinerary out a few days out. They were like, "Well, we can we can only roast this coffee on Monday," which was two days after I was, we were supposed to all roast it, right? Because mm. there's a really strict timeline that needs to be followed because it has to be roasted because that coffee needs to be sent out and get to taiwan because it was going to u- be used in a barista competition and so yeah oh yeah 
Yeah, so, the story's going good. Alicia and I fancy. just yeah, Alicia yeah, and I so. just super looked over at each other. I'm like, yeah, we're going there. We had real eye contact. We did. We had some real. <laughs> so eye the contact. plan was for me just you know to bring the coffee there and then um and get the coffee to Magnus at Supreme and everything would get roasted and I would just bring it back to LAX and do a handoff and um, some other 90 plus people would take it to go to Taiwan. Like that was the plan, but pushing the itinerary out two days changed everything. So Saturday, I think, was the first day of competition um, for the Norwegian Nationals. Okay. And so I ended up just going there because my cousin was competing. And just pretty much anyone, everyone in the coffee industry at, in Norway was at this um, competition. And so, you're in Norway and you're in coffee. Yeah, so what else I'm going to do? Yeah. Oh, so of course. I go there and I'm just every day I'm just watching. And it was, it was just rad because I, I had just come from Atlanta with the U.S. national competitions. Right. And I'm now in Norway watching the Nor- Norwegian national competition. So that was cool just to be around that again. It was just this continuous. You really ingested a lot. Yeah, like, like high caliber baristas. Right. And just coffee professionals. Getting for the, to know your craft. Yeah, totally. Shoot. And so that happens. And then I get to watch Odd Steiner, who's, who owns, who's one of the, the owners of Supreme Roseworks. He competes because he's the current world brewers champion and he's he uses 90 plus coffee and he competes and he ends up winning mm. <laughs> okay, of, course. of course yeah because it's he's he's awesome he's an awesome barista an awesome business owner and the coffee he's using is just amazing as well so it's like heavy hitters all around and so monday rolls around and i end up going to supreme and bring the coffee there and meet magnus for the first time so Magnus, <laughs> okay. want to know about Magnus? And can I, can I say it got think? so big? Yeah, by go the ahead. Way. Okay, oh, my microphone is freaking out. I can't wait for new microphones. Okay, okay. go. So I think that Magnus is like six four, six five, with shoulders just wide, like wide enough, but just short enough to get through a door. Like <laughs> blonde hair, a head too small for his big body, <laughs> and I think he like talks like this. And that's what that's what I think. What do you think? Echoes, what do you hear? What do you hear? Do you think his hair is? Ooh, no, he's got he's got some freaking Fabio hair for sure. Okay, for sure he's got Fabio like hair. Like a nice wave to it or straight? Ooh, ooh, I didn't think. I'm like Farrah Fawcett. I'm like thinking Farrah like Fawcett? feathered. Feathered. Farrah Fawcett. Feathered. And I'm assuming in your brain he has like a sixteen pack. Oh. Um. No, he's more like he's more like a like a a power lifter. Oh, okay. I okay. picture a power lifter. Right. When I when you hear Magnus from Supreme Coffee, yeah, he does. What do you skip think leg of? Day. You know, no, he does not skip leg day. Okay. New, 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 new. He's probably that guy too, who like doesn't need to be wearing a bunch of layers. You know, who just like radiates body heat. So he's wearing like normal clothes, even though it's like. 30 degrees in Norway, <laughs> like 20 degrees in Norway. He's probably still in like jeans and a, and a, a button up blog, you know, lumberjacky t-shirt or something. What do you think of, when you hear like Magnus from Supreme Coffee, what do you think of? You just say it. This is, this is, say it, whatever. I feel like um, it would just be a really great condom brand. Mag- well, cause, cause there's Trojan Magnus, Magnums. No, but like Magnus Supreme. That, that is, a, that is a condom. Ribbed for, that is for completely, a, that is completely caffeinated for your pleasure. A caffeinated right. condom. That's exactly what that is. You just totally like shifted me completely. Also Magnus, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. But not sorry. But not really. Because <laughs> you're Magnus. If I ever meet you, I'll bake you a cake. Yeah, yeah. You would, you would enjoy that. Um, so um, Magnus. And, 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 I'll, and I'll pet your hair if you have hair. <laughs> <laughs> if not, maybe she'll just give you scalp massages. <gasps> I'll put a wig on him. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Magnus. Speaking of cake, Matt, so, I'm going to eat the rest yeah, of Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah. Do you want me to describe him? Please. No, please, burst. Matt, you have to. Please, All right. now. Um, I would also like a picture. You look him up. I think he's on the Supreme Roastworks Instagram. All right. That's funny how assumptions of, of people, like the image you create. <laughs> Just like stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be more wrong. <laughs> no, he's, he's so he's nice. a he's a tall. I mean, everyone there's pretty tall. So he's a, he was he's a tall. I don't I can tell you how tall you. I don't know six one six two. Um, he does have a shaved head. He's he's actually like a redhead though. He had like a beard. It was kind of more like a redheaded beard. <laughs> wah wah. Uh, no, that's Odd Steiner. Oh, yeah. that's the other one. Okay, yeah, he's okay. awesome. Okay, 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 okay. Keep going. 
So I get there and we get straight to it. And um, and um, yeah, I got close to you. He's so like, he's like, oh, I mean, he's definitely not a condom brand, but he's pretty cute. I like a good redhead. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Is that your vibe? Huh? I mean, I don't really discriminate against any hair color, but I'm I'm down for a little ginger beard. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he has his own Instagram, Mister Muslan. Um. So yeah. So we get we get to roasting. That's him. Okay. So let's talk about what this guy looks like. So he he looks like a typical skinny white coffee guy. <laughs> I mean that's what he looks like. Guy. Yeah, he's like there's not he doesn't not I doubt he works out. And but he looks but he likes to make faces, so we would get along. <laughs> done. Uh, Friends. Done. Done. Friends for life. You make faces. Friends we for life. <laughs> BFFFF. I'm having cake too. Get some. Get Matt. Matt, we're eating your food and I'm not shameful about it at all. There's plenty more. Okay, so you ch- you're learning how to roast this special type of varietal with Magnus. Right, yeah, because he currently, um, they the company 90 Plus sends him uh, coffee to, to get roasted, and for a lot of reasons. One, he's been roasting for a long time, and he's been working with them for some time now so they they just they they have a relationship with them and so they they send him coffee to get to get roasted and and get shipped to wherever they need to and it's not that he's the only one that does the roasting but he's one of their like go-to guys but there aren't a lot of people who do it um there's not a lot of people to my knowledge that 90 plus taps to like hey we get some coffee like they're still agreeing they still grow their own coffee and like any coffee company any roaster can buy their coffee and roast their coffee you know but Within 90 plus, um, to my knowledge, is not like an arsenal of people that they have roasting for them. Right. Which right. is why it's it's kind of this is even more fun for you because you're kind of learning right. from him how to totally. handle this these special varietals. Yeah. Of so so for those who have never roasted a, uh, that varietal, um, it, it can be a little tricky. It's not. It depends on well. Sometimes, sometimes it's washed, in, but in most cases that I've seen, um, the geisha varietal is a naturally processed varietal, so they let it naturally yeah, dry really in the sun. Really nerding out this episode. <laughs> this is a nerdy coffee episode. It, that's perfect. Wow. For us, though. wow, that's all I do. Keep going. <laughs> so, uh, so it's just really tricky. Let's put it that way, without getting too much details. Mm-hmm. It's really, not easy. Really fast. So yeah. I. I certainly don't know as much about coffee as you two. So if you were to roast it poorly, what would that taste like? And if you were to roast it really well, what would that taste like? So, yeah, so it's a good question. So there's there's a few outcomes when roasting coffee badly, no matter what you're roasting. You can underdevelop it. It means you're not roasting it long enough and you're not developing the coffee long enough to give it the most flavor. You can um, over roast it and it's just really dark and you get a lot of bitter notes you can bake it you get flat flavors so as a roaster you're trying to promote the best that this coffee has you can never really make coffee taste any better that's that's like a very common misconception like roasting it i'm going to bring out all these awesome flavors like all you're really doing is promoting the flavors already there what you do as a roaster is take away from you can totally burn the crap out of it you can totally underdevelop it you could do a lot to to ruin the coffee, but you can never make it any better than it started off, and right? So, and so you can tell what somebody's done easily by looking at the beans. So obviously if they're black, they're dark, but if they're oily, they were over-roasted, and that's like a breaking down of the bean. So you never want to go to a coffee shop where you see in their grinder and the coffee's sitting there and it's oily. It's like super shiny. Yeah, you you just leave. Just turn around, turn around and just leave. Go. Just run just in the go. opposite direction. Just go. And the other thing too is like Starbucks now has those disclaimers in the window because they roast it so they burn it so badly that it's right. charcoal and it's toxic, right. you know? And then you get under coffees. Like I came to your shop once with a coffee from Copa Vita that, that broke my grinder. It was so under roasted and the beans were so tiny and they kind of had a green tint to them still. And that's right. what they, that's what they were giving out. It was so underdone. It's really, it's really easy to tell. I mean, how you perfect it within the middle is that's kind of where like the art of roasting comes right. in. But when you, when you go so light or you go so dark, you could that that is something anybody could tell. Yeah, okay. the, the uh, Norwe- like Nordic coffee in general, not just Norwegians, but like Nordic coffee, 
is uh, really known for like their light roast. Like most coffee shops um, roast really lightly over there. It's kind of something they've been doing for a while. And so light roasting is is a very common uh, trade that like roasters and even now third way specialty coffee shops want to achieve. They want to roast it lightly. Um, but that's a little one dimensional. That's like, okay, I just want to roast it light, like have a light color. That doesn't mean that you're going to bring out the best flavor out of that coffee though. So it takes a lot of time to develop the best profile. When I say profile, I'm meaning like how long you want your coffee to be roasted for, how aggressive you want it to be roasted, how to develop the most out of that coffee so it tastes the best. So yeah, so Magnus has been doing it for some time and that's why he has a good relationship with 90 plus and that's why they give him coffee to roast when they need coffee to be roasted for them, when they need to use it for, whether it's for expos or, or competitions or just to sell the coffee. And so they sent me there to, to see if there was anything I could take away from that, right? So I, that's why I jumped on this opportunity. I'm like, totally, yeah, of course I'm going to go there. So that's why. So I'm in Norway now and I'm, we're roasting coffee and Magnus is sort of just giving me the, the ABCs of like what he does. And there, and what's really cool too is he uses the same roasters I do. It's one, oh, really? it's the next size bigger, but it's a Diedrich. It's the oh, same wow. roaster I use. He uses the same software. So a lot of the information he's telling me translates really well to what I'm doing. Mm. I just have to translate from centigrade to Fahrenheit. But everything's awesome you know i'm like cool he uses the same batch size meaning the amount of coffee he throws into the roaster um gas pressure and all that stuff it all translates really well so th- that's what makes all this really almost um like serendipitous it's like mm. we use the same roaster Good word by the way yeah so yeah. this uh, this entire trip if i had to say a, a word for this trip oh it'd my be gosh serendipitous. seriously though <laughs> <So> <laughs> if it didn't work out it was for a reason and if it did work out it was for, yeah totally serious yeah and so yeah so that that so we're roasting coffee and we're packaging it and i think it was at that time around this this was monday i get a, another call <laughs> from the founder of 90 plus asking me if i could continue traveling for them and now at this point i i think i'm like okay oh i i totally want to and i this feels right it doesn't even feel forced but i'm also thinking of my shop back here and i'm like okay do i have enough coffee to last is the shop okay i've been gone for almost two weeks at this point from Atlanta, I'm being home for like a day or two and then traveling again. So that those are all the things running in my head. I'm like, oh right. man, can I even reasonably keep going? so? That's how you should be thinking. Right. right. You need to be a responsible business owner in both senses of the word. Totally. Yeah. Right. Right. I can't just be gallivanting around the world. Which was <laughs> I <laughs> so, love someone that thought. Word. Someone when I got back, someone's like, "So you're back from gallivanting?" I'm like. That's like <laughs> just like that may or may not have been a word that I used <laughs> when describing good, what you're doing. <laughs> this is the good vocab section yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cornucopia, so, plethora, <laughs> gallivanting, serendipitous, serendipitous. Uh, so then I get asked here <laughs> if I want to take. That's a good word. If I, I want to take uh, the coffee that's been roasted and take it to Taiwan now, and that's when I'm like. All right, one more trip to go. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, totally. And Use I, you that know, passport, Matthew. Yeah, I know. Which I had to get a brand new one. Which was, they let me keep the old one. Actually, I, they they took it from me at first, which I was really sad about because it was like completely full, and I thought I was never gonna see it again. So I had to get a new passport, and I was like, I want it's the old one back. A little back. like heartbreaking. Yeah, you know? there's yeah. so many memories. Sentimental. Yeah, and then um, so anyway, so I get asked to go to Taiwan to bring that coffee over, and essentially just deliver it to Taiwan because then you need to get used in a competition there. And so I made the decision to do it. But as I made that decision, I obviously I called back here, talked to Raul. I'm like, hey, how's everything going? I'm going to be I'm gone for another like week here. Are we going to make it? And I knew I wasn't, we weren't going to make it with coffee. I knew it. I knew that coffee needed to get roasted and someone had to roast it. <laughs> and so I knew that was coming. So um, the next day, I think, yeah, the Tuesday, I fly out to Taiwan. So they buy me a ticket and they fly me out to Taiwan and I'm carrying this coffee with me. So now I'm now I'm fulfilling that lifelong dream <laughs> to to fly from so Norway to Istanbul and then Istanbul straight to Taiwan. Is this the part where we get to hear about the special coffee that was in your backpack? Oh yeah, it's almost yeah, it's still yeah, okay. it's still okay. going to develop. So the coffee that I chose We that, didn't skip that part though. Yeah, right? but it, okay. it's so well, I that coffee I brought it to Norway and I got roasted, but that it was a coffee that I had carried personally on me on my persons. 
to <laughs> on my person. Can you believe that's a term on my person? I feel like that always sounds so funny because it reminds me of like maybe you have a bunch of little tiny people that yeah. you put in your pocket. Yeah, like on, on my body. Mm-hmm. So all right, so I get to Taiwan and it's like 8 p.m. on like Wednesday now or something like that. I'm like exhausted, which I you know. Let me backtrack. Every flight was awesome. Like flying from Oslo to turkey was awesome it was like i just had my own seat and like no one next to me and then from turkey all the way to taiwan was like a 10-hour flight but no i was like in the middle row but i was on the aisle seat and there was no one next to me i was just like i had my own bed basically i love when that happens i I will i have no shame you know if i have nobody next to me i will turn the airplane yeah absolutely amanda do you ever have any shame (laughs) (laughs) girl Uh, (laughs) i i i'm damn it alicia (laughs) i love that though the silence in your answer is your answer well because i'm trying to think of a time when i yeah that's all right (laughs) (laughs) you are you are Uh, you know you know yeah yeah so it was awesome just watched caught up on all my movies because i never watch movies caught up on all my movies uh-huh. so read a few books that i had on me and then went to sleep woke up and boom taiwan so i get to taiwan it's 8 p.m and I, there's some a driver was supposed to meet me at the the uh, airport but like i couldn't find him i was like i'm just gonna take a taxi got the taxi straight to the hotel that they booked me in get to the hotel get checked in and then i get to my room and there was a note on there from a gentleman and named jason and he says hey call this number and i call that number and it yeah <laughs> it's so random yeah so it's it, this is all happening like <laughs> when i'm like extremely tired and this is still like a james bond movie. Is, no yeah. do you understand this is yeah. why i needed to get this recorded like so i call the number and he picks up and he's like hey i need you to come to this room right now bring the coffee with you i'm like oh my god we're going straight to work <laughs> And so, Can you believe this? Not really. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm struggling. It, it's, it's you, yeah. Matt. So I believe it, but, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so because my plan was to just get to the room and pass out. I yeah. didn't plan yeah, on you've like been traveling yeah. for so long. So I'm like, all right, fine. I almost didn't even call that number because I was so. I'm like, this can't wait till tomorrow. You're like, I swear, I didn't see the note. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was on your pillow. <laughs> it was on your pillow, and so I get down to the room and. There's about like one, two, three, four, like five people in this room, right? And one of them is this barista, awesome guy named Chad Wang. Chad Wang is the competing barista for 90 plus or competing with 90 plus coffee. He's a maker in the 90 plus uh, company and he's competing using the coffee that I, that I brought. And he's going over his routine because when in these barista competitions, like it's all about routine. You have to know what you're talking about. You have to know what you're saying. You have this 10 minute or 15 minute presentation to make coffee and present the coffee that you're, you're brewing. So it's all about repetition and figuring out like what you're doing. And, and yeah, and so he's, He's going over his routine, but I have the coffee that he's going to use. And they're like, we've been waiting for you. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. So I give him the coffee, and we're trying to decide which coffee he's going to use. Because here's the thing. When you're competing as a barista, you're, it's a communication test as well. So if I tell you it's going to taste like berries and, and orange citrus and it's going to taste floral, like it better damn taste that way. Or else the judge is going to be like, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, right? Right. So he has like these sheets that he gives judges during his presentations and on those has notes saying like this coffee I have is going to taste like this X, Y, and Z. So I have a variety of coffees that we've roasted and we want to make sure that this coffee is going to taste the way he's presenting it to. Right. right? He has an idea of what coffee he wants to use, but that's why we had to like cup the coffee every damn day. Like we were tasting the coffees over and over and over just to make those coffees real well by now. What's that? You know those coffees real well by now. Oh yeah, yeah, it has to be, right? So not only do you have to be presentable and likable and you have to brew the coffee properly and they're gonna extract properly, it has to taste right and you have to communicate what it's gonna taste like. So as soon as I get to Taiwan, we're going straight to work and I'm like sitting in as a like as a judge and he's presenting it to me he's going over his his 10 minute routine and he's making me coffee which is fine because this is we're talking about 90 plus geisha coffees here so i'm I'm drinking this coffee like every day and right totally ruined me for for the rest of my life (laughs) (laughs) it was so good so good yeah spoiled you spoiled (laughs) so that was like the first night i get there and it wasn't that long it was maybe like an hour hour and a half of just like 
tasting coffees. I didn't drink all of them. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I, I, I tasted it and sipped it and slurped, slurped it, it and I didn't necessarily drink it though. Right. I, like, and you spit, spit it out. It out. Yeah. Like if you're trying wine or right. if you're a totally. bartender and people are always buying you shots, you, right. you spit it out, you know? Like. So now it's like midnight and I'm like completely like awake. And so I go back to my room, like turn on, <laughs> turn on TV and I'm just watching it and sure enough, it's like 7 a.m. and I'm just sitting there like, oh, damn it. And then like I just get up, go get breakfast and I fall asleep around like 9.30, 10 a.m. and okay. I wake up like around 4 in the <gasps> afternoon oh my god you got a full rest i know and i was just like but it like totally just ruined me i'm like oh i gotta catch up i know because i'm gonna be here for like five six days oh really yeah i so. didn't realize you were wow so anyway so the next that day um they start having the uh initial like competitions for the taiwanese national competitions <laughs> so that's essentially what i was doing every day i was going to these competitions watching the bruce's compete and then after chad was done he'd go we'd go back to the hotel and go over his routine again we just keep prepping. It was just all day. That's I, I would get maddened. Like that would be maddening to me. What was? Oh what my god! Be? I would love every to, minute to, of it to compete and then go back to the hotel room to practice. Oh, you would love that. Yeah. Oh no, I would geek out on it. Would you? Yeah. Well, I, it's like love he would go. Stuff. He you know he would he would do something and like and then come back and make the changes as needed. Right. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, we need to change the grand size or we need to do this or we need to try something. So we go back. It wasn't far. It was like just like a mile down the road. So right. we go back to the hotel, recalibrate and then wait for, you know, and then so he, uh, sure enough, he made it to the top six. You know, oh, I think yeah. there was like 30 plus baristas competing. Top six baristas were chosen and he ended up being one of them, which was awesome because it was his first time competing too far. Yeah, you're oh. fine. He, he was his first time competing um as a wow. competing barista That's and he's awesome. in the top six now now he's That's also heard of yeah he's also being coached by um a gentleman named stefanos who's who was once the world brewers champion who used 90 plus coffee as well so he has this coach who's telling him like he's sitting he's so so aggressive he's a, he's an awesome guy he's so aggressive but he's like telling him like no you need to do this you need to do this change this you need to speak this you need to stand this way you need to smile more like he's telling him what he needs to do to win because it's coming from he's like so a world champion in. yeah so he has his head coach and he has did using you say he's so dialed in i did yeah <laughs> i caught that that's such a coffee term it is a coffee term dialed in good job so yeah i'm I mean, learning guys i'm learning if yeah. chad's gonna and chad is an amazing an amazing barista and he's so smart and he's so well spoken he really cares about coffee so he has that already on him plus he's using 90 plus coffee mm. and he has stefanos who's the world champion from greece like mm. like he has all these things that are so this entire time i'm thinking like what, what a team effort all this is like and me you know like a small part of it like i had to go get the coffee bring it in norway so i can bring it to him in taiwan so he can use it yeah, you're like, the one it's who a huge in the duffel bag yeah it's a huge team effort to the 50 kilos 50, yeah, kilos. The 50 kilos so the coffee that he decides to use oh was my the God. coffee I see where you're going here. yeah so the coffee that he decides to use to compete with was the coffee that I chose, like literally, hand, like when I oh, when I was in LA, chose a, and threw it in my backpack. That was the coffee that we ended up choosing that tasted like the way we wanted it to taste. And this was three days after we had roasted it. And he's like, "This is it. This is the coffee." And I remember thinking, "Oh, I was that's like, wow. just magical." Yeah, I was like, "Wow, that's so crazy." That was the coffee that I mean, that was like a very small part, but me just being choosing any one bag, throwing it in my backpack, and then it just so happened to be the one that he chose to use during the competition. I love that so much. And so, fast forward, he ends up winning. He ends up winning <gasps> the national title. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Chad won the, the Taiwanese National Brews. Can so we high five for him? I know. Oh, Chad, oh my yeah. High five for him. High five for him and, and 90 plus for just doing a great job. So, what that means is he's the Taiwanese 2016 Brewers champion. So, now in June, I think June 23rd, he's oh, going to go. Oh, my birthday. Is it really? Yeah. Sweet. Good wow, well, <laughs> shoot. I'm, uh, we got to do something. That was very serendipitous. <laughs> Everybody can find Alicia online and wish her happy birthday on that day. Um, June 23rd. June so 23rd, Alicia.ochoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to see if anybody does it. So what that means for Chad now is that he's going to the world championships in Ireland in June. And it, he's going against... The All the other world champions, like the, yeah. Odd Steiner from Norway. He's yeah, say, him. just with. Um... Who who won here in the United States? Clatch, Clatch won the Brewers champion. Counterculture won barista. So I, all those national champions are going to 
uh, Dublin and Ireland in June this year Gosh, for the world. It's gonna be fun. so cool. So that's what all this was for. It was like building up for all that. So, are you gonna go to Ireland? Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm gonna go to Ireland. I might be. Mm. I might be roasting some coffee to be used there, but I don't. I have. I like. I can't even plan that far ahead so, right now. So what? What happens now for Matthew De La Rosa? Well, what happens now is they want to start. You know utilizing me to to be to do what essentially what magnus has done for them as well not that i'm like replacing anybody by any means but now they have building more, their team. yeah now they yeah. can have you know tap more roasters to like roast their coffee whether it's to be used to to be sold to or like showcase like here try 90 plus coffee you know because they need a finished product they can't just give someone green coffee and be like yeah it'll taste great when it's this roasted. will be amazing right. trust me they so they need to have a finished product and it's important for them to build relationships with the right people. And here, I, I've been telling this to everyone, it's not because I'm the best roaster. It's not because I'm the most talented in what I do. Uh, I am confident in what I do, but what I've been told is it's because I've been willing and I'm hungry to learn and I'm adaptable. Those are the trades that, like, like totally, we need someone who's able to do all those I'm things. I'm trying to ask you about that because I don't want to get, like, too cliche or kumbaya or anything, but I just recently had a podcast with somebody who was talking about having being affected by having tunnel vision yeah. and therefore missing out on that little thing on the side that's doing well, that's kind of shaking, you know, but isn't quite your initial right. plan. Totally. And and then having to just having to go for that. And so here you are with something that's real random, real this little side little yeah. thing that shakes that isn't quite the vision of you building your shop. Like, right. What do you say to people out there? How, how about being brave enough so, to go with that or knowing when it's smart to go for something like that versus right. when it's a distraction how did I, you know that wasn't a distraction i um for a lot for a few reasons and i remember i don't remember if i read this or someone told me this but i remember someone at least someone telling me that success is sometimes in the peripherals like it might not be exactly oh, in front of you that is a fantastic quote right so oh. if you keep like your vision sort of spread and not just like you're saying tunnel visioned sometimes those successes may come from where you least expect and it could be from the peripherals mm -hmm. right so as as soon as i was asked to do this the reason i knew like this yeah. was like the right move because like I t yeah. it was like a nanosecond later to s that i was like total in my head i was already like yep I didn't mm -hmm. even have to think about there it. There wasn't even any hesitation, right. really. I mean, initially, I was like, oh, my passport. You know, like those things. But right. Well, but in your gut, answer, yeah. your gut isn't telling you no. Instant. It's not holding you back. Yeah, it was instant. Um, because I knew the, the type of caliber these people were. And my friend, who I trust a lot, works with them. Like, there was all these pluses. And as soon as I got asked, it was like, totally. I don't care what has to happen. I'll do this. So that was probably the biggest reason why how i knew i mean i really yeah. i really commend you for branching out and like you literally embraced everything about this which is what i like super admire like yeah. i'm not gonna lie like i i needed to get this like this story is this is like like carpe diem matthew de la rosa <laughs> you know what i mean like well, and also i think it just shows you like what what opportunities can be out there and what synchronicity can happen and mm. what the universe can bring to you if you allow it to. Because if you hold yes. yourself back, like if you would have just gone home on Saturday night, you right. know, from Atlanta, right. none of this would have happened. But yeah, some of it is luck, but... Well, but some of it is luck, but some of it is also like noticing the connections and yes. the community that you're making and investing into right. that. Yeah, no, I mean, I would say... Not that this trip wouldn't have happened had I not gone to the La Marzocco Partner Summit meeting, but like going to that Partner Summit meeting was that decision was made like a month and a half before that when I got asked to. And honestly, I was kind of even hesitant. I was like, I, I don't even have a La Marzocco, but I'm being invited to this like private meeting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, should I go to these? Like, but Just you know, yes. like I said, not it wasn't, it wasn't, that wasn't the reason why I was asked to go on this trip, but. I'd like to think that had some part it, part of it, like in this grand scheme of it, yeah. in the universe, like yeah. making the decision to go there and and having my passport expired and having <laughs> to go through the hurdles. Because really, I mean, you did though. Almost like a lot, a you lot of things that are great doesn't like they don't come without its challenges, right? So I remember when 
when yeah, that happened, I was like, oh, it's I'm true. taking this on. I'm getting my passport. Yeah, like this is yeah. this is going to go down. Yeah, I was, I was like, small small bump in the road, mm-hmm. no biggie. I got <laughs> like, well, I got I'll get through this. This is no big. I was like, of course. And then when I missed my flight, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like a big one. That's you know? a people, huge one. People would really oh, give yeah. up on that. No, that's totally. Really, the sign for people to give up is and that I, one. But I feel like with you, Matt, like something like that happens, and it just makes you more determined. Oh yeah. You're like, you put this bump in my road, I will hurdle over. Oh, that. Yeah. No, seriously. I remember when that happened. I, at first, obviously, like for the first like minute or two, I was a little freaked. I was like, oh, how am I gonna get home? Do this? I like sat down, just like took my breath. I'm like, cool. I know there's people at home help gonna help me out. Like my friend, my friend David's gonna help me out. Raul's gonna help me out. Like I, there was a lot of help, and I just had to like understand that I wasn't gonna be able to do anything really until the next morning. Mm-hmm. So freaking out wasn't gonna do anything, right? Right. So I just sat there, Good got job. some work done, sent out some emails, yeah. <laughs> sitting on the passport or sitting on the the the, the floor at the airport, mm-hmm. and just finding a place to like make my nest for the night, you know, <laughs> which was which sucked a little bit. <laughs> You know, it's sad because that airport doesn't really ever shut down. And so in the middle of the night is when they clean and like these guys are just roaming around and these like. And like, <laughs> like carpet Zambonis. And they don't give a crap that you're sleeping. They'll like bump into you like boom, and they're like <laughs> no, cleaning no. the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're you like, could oh, not sorry, sleep. that spot no. underneath oh, your ass God. is a little dirty. Yeah. Uh, at they, least they clean it because, you know, sometimes you worry. They could not give a damn oh, wow. that you're sleeping. Um, so. <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, Matt, thank you so much yeah. for this time. Totally. Alicia, thank you co-host. Oh, my pleasure, Co-hostess girl. with the most. Are you going to post the picture of their cake? Hell yeah, I'm going to post the <laughs> picture of her cake. I'm going to post the recipe divine. too. Yeah, I people, can, I'll give you the recipe. People, I'm gonna post, so gonna I, I just want to let everybody know that we're in a closet. Oh, yeah. With so, like books up to our eyeballs. So No, we are, we're in a closet inside Union Cowork, <laughs> which is an awesome, awesome little co-working space here in Encinitas. So, they were kind enough just to like, let us come in they here. They were. It was really cool. Yeah. So, Matt, where can... Everybody find you on social media. Iron Smith Coffee, as usual. Iron Smith Coffee. You got all of them. All of them, yeah. Everything. Er- earthing. And it's you who runs it. No. I mean, I take a lot of the pictures. Right. My um, my friend Maddie, mm-hmm. who's a designer and awesome photographer. Uh, Maddie, uh, what's her handle? Hello Malo, I think is her like photographer oh, okay. handle. She's handling it for you now. Oh, yeah. So uh-huh. I essentially just like bombard her with... A million photos and like one of them might be okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how it works. That's yeah. how the business works. And she'll works. edit it and I'll give that's her like, how. so when I was traveling, that's what I was doing. I would mm-hmm. just take, I would just be on my phone taking what I thought would be a good picture, put it in the Dropbox, send it to her and give her like this paragraph spiel of what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And through there, she'll find the right photo and compress what I was oh. writing. And then that's lovely. Execute, yeah. Okay. And then everybody can come into your shop in Encinitas yep. and who knows hey. where hey. things go. <laughs> You'll probably make good friends yeah you'll probably be able to pet at least one puppy oh, that's oh yeah because i bring tumbles yeah uh, and there's a lot puppy. of dogs there's a lot of dogs yeah. lots of puppies out. lots mm-hmm. of good people lots, lots of, of real good coffee yeah there is good art alicia has her art there yeah i had my art there for a while yeah. they're switching out artists right now yeah, i actually yeah. just I like bought that. a piece yesterday really from the new artist sarah, sarah yeah yeah yeah, she, yeah her good. stuff's in there you right now so and then alicia how can I know that this really, you know, you joined me to talk about Matt and I appreciate, but how can people find you? Uh, you can find me through Instagram. My handle is alicia.ochoa. That's A-L-I-S-H-A dot O-C-H-O-A. And, and yeah. it was her drawings that made us become friends. Yeah. So I like her stuff. It's in my house. <laughs> all right, you guys. You guys all know me. At um, I'm all my stuff is Let's Coffee and Cake. My personal one is Callie and Coffee. But thank you guys all for joining. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Thank you. We have some pretty hilarious photos for you. So please find us on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. Subscribe. Please subscribe and let me know what you think. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye.